It's the Southwest Arkansas Sports Page on the Air. Brought to you by Dr. Randy Walker, Simple Simons, Ayers Cleaners, and Leopard Care Clinic. Your weekly local sports podcast. And now, here's your hosts, Greg Revels and Tony Stowers. And we're back with episode 24 of the Southwest Arkansas Sports Page on the Air. Uh, if you wondered why it's episode 24 and you hadn't seen episode 23, a uh, little bit of problems with a lot of things. Weather, yep. sickness, yep. Uh, technical. technical difficulties. Yep. And so uh, it's going to be put out there, uh, but 24 is going to be the one you're going to hear on the radio this right, week. Right, right. So, so you're going to get a double 23-24. So if you're listening to this and you didn't hear 23, you can go back and find that. Uh, should be on Spotify. Um, the podcast website all around is... Well, another reason 23 didn't make it was there, the Leopards didn't play last week, so there was yeah. no pregame show to play it before, and naturally, so... Yep, and uh, yours truly was under the weather. True, <laughs> true, but but just to talk about it just for a second, uh-huh. that, that, that episode is going to talk about all the holiday tournaments and mm-hmm. all that stuff in the beginning of the... Of the uh, uh, conference season mm-hmm. for all, for all the teams now this week uh we've got we had a lot of bad weather last week so some teams didn't play some teams only played one game we're gonna we're gonna cover all that as we mm-hmm. go through this and, and uh, uh probably be a little shorter episode yeah this week because of that but we're we're getting there we're gonna cover everything that happened yeah and that's what's important and we'll let you know what's going to come up this week just make sure you go back and listen to episode 23 because we still give away all the holiday break players of the of the holidays and stuff like that that's all that's right that's all normal yeah all right all leopards right. well you know that's that there you go the first yeah. thing we're going to talk about leopards lady leopards no games last week yep uh they both tuesday's game and friday's game got canceled so they're they're going to move the tuesday game is going to be moved to thursday february 1st mm-hmm. we already know that we don't know about the game thursday so we'll that we'll have to go there this week the uh the tuesday games ashdown uh uh Girls and boys are playing at Ashdown, mm-hmm. the Ashdown Panthers, uh, and uh, Ashdown boys are, are uh, zero and ten and zero and six, and they're in the last place. Uh, our, our their girls are four and seven, and they're two and four in the conference. Their girls scare me to death. Yeah, mm. their girls are getting better, and you can just see it. You can see it in the scores. When we read Jim's articles, you can see it in the articles. Mm-hmm. They're coming together, and that that is not going to be. Uh, easy for our Lady Leopards. No, right. it, no, it's really not. I think it's going to be a really, it's going to be a tussle. Yeah, as we'll, as we'll as we say. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I haven't heard that word in a yeah. long time. Yeah, since the Andy Griffith show. <laughs> yeah, there <right>? you go. <laughs> but it's going to be. I, I think it's going to be a really close game. I think they've got some kids that are really, really athletically gifted, mm-hmm. and, and those kind of kids give our t- our girls problems. Got yep. some shooters. Yeah, they really do. And, and then Friday, uh, the Leopards and Lady Leopards are going to Malvern. Mm-hmm. Uh, Get ready, because yep. I guarantee you, Jess Martin's ready for the Leopards. I, yeah. They will be waiting on us at the county line, yeah. uh, because uh, the the way we beat them down here, uh, and 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 no, I mean there was no disrespect, but you have a six point lead with a minute to go. You feel pretty good about the outcome of the game, and it didn't go their way. Yeah. So, uh, um, I, I, the boys' game will be another tussle mm-hmm. <laughs> on uh, Friday. Their girls four and thirteen, one and four in the league. Um, we handled them pretty easily down here, but you never know. Well, That's they right. got good size. 
So it could, you know, I think it'll be a closer game up there. Yeah, I do too. And, and so uh, that pretty much takes care of them. Uh, you want to go ahead and talk about the Gators now? Yeah, we can, but I do want to say, obviously, we don't have a player of the week last no. week, but still want to shout out Shelter Insurance, the Woods Agency, for being a great, great sponsor for that. And you know, if, we, if they had played last week, They'd be giving away an award. That's exactly so that's exactly. We appreciate right. that. So thanks, Shelter Insurance, for that. Big time. Uh, talking about the uh, Foreman Gators again. They did not play last week. Nope. Uh, so so they got game. They got three games this week. They got. They're going to Spring Hill. They're going. They got a game uh, against Akron at home. Then Friday night they play at Horatio. Uh, I bet that'll be a fun one. Yeah, uh, that will be that would be an interesting game uh, uh, to attend. You know, I think that that. Uh, um, that's a tough week. I mean, you're, you're talking uh, Spring Hill, Akron, both good basketball teams. Uh, Horatio and, and Foreman should be a good ball game. But that's a tough week for the Gators boys. Yeah, it, it really will be. And, and the same with the girls. Yeah. I mean, the girls, if you look at – Maybe a uh, tougher week. Yeah, even tougher week, especially Akron and Horatio girls, both really good. Mm-hmm. Akron 9-0, Horatio 7-1 and in their conferences. And, and – uh, you know, so gonna be a gonna be a tough week for the Foreman Gators. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, again, no player of the week. Yep. We appreciate Horatio State Bank for their sponsorship of the Gators and the Panthers and the uh, Horatio Lions, and we'll get to them in just a minute. Uh, but before we do that, we may want to talk about uh, the sponsor for the podcast. Yep. Randy Walker. That's right. Randy Walker, doctor. And the, the Randy Walker Enterprises. Yes, absolutely. Which includes Walker Family Clinic. Yep. And you know what the you know what the numbers are there, right? What are they? 777. No way. Because they're open 7 days a week, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. to serve all your needs. And they also have a phone that you can call after hours 870-584-3000 and call option 6. Guess what? You speak to a person. No way. Yeah. You speak to a person. They've got it all from DOT physicals to wound care to uh, uh, re- to setting your arm or casting uh, whatever breaks you have, uh, laboratory testing, x-ray, ultrasound, EKGs, uh, allergies, immunizations. You got it. Me, uh, which is shots. Is it? Okay. Yeah, they give you shots. <laughs> wellness. Barney Fife said you got inoculated. That's right. <laughs> you got inoculated. Wellness physicals and everything else. But just don't forget 777. Yeah. Always got you covered. And then, you know, out at, uh, out at the school, we're bringing uh, essential health care services to students and administrators and teachers where they need them. That is Leopard Care Clinic, uh, 7 a.m. to 4 p.m., 235 South Treating Plant Road. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Leopard Care Clinic is a great, great service that they provide. And not to mention Simple Simon's Pizza, always doing their 50-50s and other community uh, events that they put on and sponsor. So we appreciate them. Great sponsors for any uh, athletics going on, all kinds of different stuff. Uh, not to mention how delicious the food is. That's what so, I was going to say. Yeah. You're forgetting the best part. I know it. The I food's know. great. <laughs> Figured I'd throw that out first. So uh, they like to do one fifty-fifty a month. So we'll figure out what February is coming up, and we'll shout that out. But uh, you don't need any reason to go on down to uh, Simple Simon's Pizza apart from you're hungry and you want quality food. That's exactly right. Yeah, 870-642-4103. Call them for delivery or just stop in and enjoy their buffet that goes on daily at around 11 o'clock. All-you-can-eat, 899. Can't beat that. All-you-can-eat pizza and 
dessert pizza and sometimes wings and breadsticks and all that good stuff. Yeah. So you know, Tuttle went in there and they thought about raising the price after. He yeah, got through. that's true, but uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know, not only that. Don't forget about Air's Cleaners. That's right. Uh, you know, they're located down on Gilson Avenue, uh, open five days a week, uh, and also open Saturday mornings now where you can pick up and drop off cleaning. Uh, they they have everything you need as far as cleaning, mm-hmm. alterations. Uh, they'll they'll store. When I say store, they'll they'll box up and do like your wedding dresses, mm-hmm. you know that kind of stuff. Store it, up, get it ready for storage for you, uh, all that kind of stuff. So, very do it. They do it all. They do it all. And so whatever you need. Lastly, we don't want to forget about the Dirks Clinic. No, and they have uh, Randy Walker has a clinic over at Dirks. They're expanding that clinic as we speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to have more exam rooms. They're going to have X-ray equipment over there. So. Go over there. They're on right on Main Street. Easy access. Just go see them there if you have any needs over in Howard County. And so probably, you know, what we need to talk about now, mm-hmm. outlaws. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jeff Tuttle not here today. Weather, I'm looking over at the empty chair. I know. <laughs> we- weather's a little weather's a little iffy. So yeah. It was he, really iffy yesterday evening when we were planning this out. Right. That's, yeah. that's exactly right. And, and so uh, he's not here, but, you know, outlaws uh, – they're at first place yeah. in the conference. They're seven and one, thirteen and seven overall. Uh, last week they they beat Akron Friday, fifty six to thirty eight. Really, really. Well, you know they played a great non conference schedule. They yes. they yeah, they were six and six and six basically in their non conference schedule. They're seven and one in the conference. So that non conference schedule got the Outlaws ready for conference, mm. and uh, they put it on Acorn uh, Friday night. They really did, and then and this week they've got two games. Uh, away from home they're at Caddo and then Thursday they're at Horatio uh, Caddo's 11 and 5 overall but 1 and 5 in the conference we ought to make a trip Thursday that sounds like a good idea yeah go watch the outlaws and the lines oh yeah 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 yeah. I'll tell you what, man, I, every once in a while, like... You come up with my, great ideas. Yeah, the, the 2015 was the last one, and now yeah. 24, nine years, at, yeah. at, like the Locusts or yeah, whatever. That, yeah. <laughs> Certainly wasn't doing this podcast. <laughs> I don't think the Locusts are every nine years either. Yeah. But, well, <laughs> but that's okay. I understand, yeah. I understand the point. Well, but, well, that's Kenny Martin. That is a good. That that is a good. Day. Yeah. Well, he knows how to take care of locusts. We'll get to him later on. But but uh, uh, should be two really good games this week mm-hmm. uh, for the for the uh, outlaws. And uh, then you look at the lady outlaws. They're eight and ten, and they're third in the conference, four and four overall. And they lost by twenty to Akron, sixty to forty. No shame there. No, Akron's got a good girls yeah, basketball Yeah, Akron's undefeated in conference. They're really good, and and they, you know they're looking at. Uh, uh, probably an easier game at, at Caddo and then a really tough game at Horatio Thursday night mm-hmm. with the lady. Two places uh, that are not easy to play in. No. <laughs> no, either, neither one of them. No. Neither one of them are. And, and you know, we want to uh, uh, make sure we shout out the Toad Thumper Outlaw Player of the Week, Andrew Mack. Andrew Mack. Uh, just outstanding basketball player. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he really does a really good job and, you know, did a good job at quarterback, too. He, he absolutely did. He yeah. did a great job at quarterback for the Outlaws, con- you know, considering that he came in, basically hadn't played since Pee Wees and, and had a really good season for them throwing the football. Just yeah. an athletic guy. Yes. And uh, so, since we've talked about, kind of talked about Horatio a mm-hmm. couple of times, playing Foreman, playing her, uh, 
Uh, Dirks, let's go ahead and talk about the lines now, Tony. You want to do that? Absolutely. Lions sit at 4-15, and 2-6 and six in the league. They're fifth place in the, the 2A Region 7. They lost at, at Caddo Friday night, 63-46. Uh, and they they have a semi-tough week, although mm-hmm. they got three home games this week, and that will that will be to their benefit. They play Murfreesboro on Tuesday, that the aforementioned uh, Derek's Outlaws on Thursday, and then Friday they play Foreman. So if you're an Lions fan, you don't have to leave town to watch them three times this week. That's nice. Yeah, Lady Lions sit at twelve and six, seven and one in the league. They're all that in a bag of chips. Yep. And I've got to see them. They won at Caddo by twenty on Friday, and they play, of course, uh, the uh, Murfreesboro Dirks and Foreman. That, that was uh, that uh, Lady Line Lady Outlaw game. I think will be a really good ball yeah, game. Yeah. I, I think I think the Lady Outlaws are better than that eight and ten record would indicate. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I was talking, uh, texting actually uh, back and forth uh, with Coach Minton, and he selected Trey Mason as the Horatio State Bank line player of the week. He had fifteen points versus Caddo. Great, another good athlete. Yeah, Great. and seven and one for the Lady Lions is awesome. So. So see you know, how they do this week. Yeah, it'd be great to see how they do this week. Yeah. Now now we need to talk about one of our other sponsors. That's right. The Queen Animal Clinic and Ashdown Veterinary Clinic. That's right. The Queen Animal Hospital at 1690 Highway 70 West here in DeQueen. I thought I spilled my coffee there. Yeah. Uh, 870-642-8387. Bits. Yeah. 267 reviews uh, on Google alone. Five out of five stars. Yeah. That shows you, and people don't mess around when it comes to their pets. If no. they, if you mess up with their pets and whatnot, they're going to let you know. Yeah. So uh, almost 300 positive five out of five star reviews is uh, all you need to know about the quality that the Queen Animal Hospital brings uh, to your pets, to you, making you feel good. You know who they are. They know you. They know your name. They know your pet's name. They want to take yeah. all of the precautions and care necessary. Yep. And, and that, you know, over the weekend, I, I had the opportunity to read a, a post on Facebook about uh, uh, somebody that lost one of their pets. And uh, they they were very, very complimentary of of Kenny, uh, Jennifer, and Kayla. Yeah. Who, who's out there working with them now. And, and uh, just really, you know, if, you, if you've, had pets and you've lost one, you know it's like losing a member of the family. That's right. And uh, and uh, they they're just so helpful and so good with that process and and all the other pro- anything else you have to have with them too. They're really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they even treat us like human beings. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then Ashdown Veterinary Clinic, of course, sure. uh, similar in review status over a hundred reviews uh five stars across the board so again that shows you people don't mess around they will you know place a bad review if they think you've done bad with their pets Probably and people are, are more apt to place yes a bad review than a good review that's so true that if you've got if you're 4.5 stars and up mm-hmm. that says a lot about you absolutely yeah. uh so no difference over at ashdown veterinary clinic they p- take just as much care in making sure your pets as comfortable as you are dropping them off so uh that's that's huge man you don't you know that's it's a member of the family it'd be like taking your kids and drop them for some people dropping them off at uh, at a place that they stay overnight or do an operation and you're super you know worried about it well they're able to uh make sure that you're nice and comfortable with that. We got 
peeping toms. Ah! Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, hey, I thought he was looking for pie. It won't be. <laughs> we all have been. Yeah, that's right. We've all been looking for pie. We can't yeah. find any, though. Uh, we know where the brownies are, though. Oh, yes, yeah. we do. Yeah. Yeah, we just got to go over there and get some after <laughs> after the show. Yeah, uh, but you know, time to talk about the Ashdown Panthers. Absolutely, now. and the Ashdown Panthers uh, having a tough year, zero and ten, zero and six in the conference, uh, having a tough time keeping kids out. Yeah, and you know, and I think we talked about this several times. I think a lot of that has to do with their football season. Mm-hmm. They had such a great football season, and there's so much. Everything gets compacted when you when your season moves that long. It just compacts everything. Well, I'm going to tell you, I told you when we talked about the Leopards why I'm worried about the Lady Panthers. I'm a little worried about the Panthers as well. Now, they they lost to Malvern Friday night, 60-31. Uh, to 31. Saturday, they lost at Arkadelphia. No shame in that. That's a tough place to play. Yes. Uh, and they play our Leopards uh, uh, Tuesday. Leopards are 4-12, and 1-3 and in the league. But they played two games last week. And our Leopards didn't play at all last yeah. week. Yeah. And then, so we, we get to Tuesday our team has went almost two weeks without a competitive game, and, and Ashdown's just coming off two in a row. So I think that, that uh, that's tough something to be concerned about. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's a good point. Then they're at Hope on Friday, another tough place to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, 11 and 4 in the league, th- uh, excuse me, overall 3 and 1 in the league. And uh, Lady Panthers are coming on, Greg. Yeah. They won at Malvern 57 to 39. They lost at Arkadelphia by five. That may be the most impressive score that mm-hmm. I've seen on them all season. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really, it really is. Arkadelphia, great team, and at Arkadelphia to lose by five, great, yeah. great job by them. Uh, I think the Lady Leopards are going to have their hands full down I, at Ashdown uh, Tuesday night, especially like you said. They've just got come. They just came off of playing two games. We hadn't played, and and, and I know for a fact. The girls didn't practice. When school was out, they didn't practice. Mm-hmm. Right. So school was out what? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. So they didn't practice three days yeah. there. Yeah. And then we didn't make the trip to Camden because of the weather there. Yeah. Was, mm-hmm. was, weather was still affecting their ball games, which which lined us up not to play at all last week. Yeah, which right. is very interesting considering Camden played Saturday. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, that, that, that just, They're scared of us. That's what it is. I, I, I don't know what it is, but you know that. When you start having to make up these games, yeah. it makes it very, very difficult. I mean, you know, you get a, you get another game or two to make up, man, we're just going to be playing every night. Yeah, these are the unforeseen things that can make a, a basketball season really tough, huh? I mean, like, look yeah. at, uh, you know, when, when you got to play three games in a week mm-hmm. against tough competition, that makes it – may, and, and then you got to travel. you got to travel there. you got to travel here. And then maybe you have a home game. It's, it's all over the place. And then the other thing with the Panthers, like you guys were talking about, the football season going so long, you know, it's kind of these unforeseen things that, that interestingly can affect an entire season of basketball. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and like Tony said, the Lady Panthers. I mean, man, they're they're just coming mm-hmm. on gangbusters. Yeah. And and, uh, and this uh, the Horatio State Bank Panther Player of the Week is going to be Kaylee Dancer, fresh, mm. freshman, scored twenty points and and ten to ten from the free throw line. Yeah. You know, we uh. we talk about that all the time, don't <laughs> well, we? You don't do. We? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we. When I say we, that's the royal. We. Yeah, the royal we. Like the nurses, we're going to take a bath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> but but you know the thing about the thing about the thing about that is that impresses me about that she's only in the ninth grade. Yeah, I mean she's doing a really really good job, and I, I and I and I appreciate her and her efforts and her being the Horatio State Bank Panther Player of the Week. Yeah, love it. That and team I, has come on. Yeah, they really have. Uh, 
you know, I think that's uh, pretty much covers the the basketball. Yeah. Uh, and we got what do we got? We got something else, don't we? Well, we got we've got Eagles, and we've got that's right. I missed mm. I and missed, we, and we've got Legacy. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry. Is that is that because I didn't get them in the? Conference? It is. Yep. <laughs> well. So you're going to get to talk, I mean, you're you're gonna gonna get talk about Comstock River. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the uh, Eagles sit at 14 and six. They're five and two in the league. They only played one game last week because of the weather. They sit in fourth place in a very tough 3A Region Four. They won Friday at Paris, 70 to 31, uh, and they have a couple of tough ones this week. They have to travel to Charleston. Uh, who is four and one in the league? They're eight and nine overall. I think of a, a team that probably played a really good non-conference schedule and is is very competitive in the league. When I think of Charleston, and then Friday they're home against Hockett. Hockett is fifteen and three. Uh, who are the Charles uh, Charleston? What you know, you know? My natural thing would be to say Charlies. <laughs> oh, okay. Because in Charleston, West Virginia, we had a minor league baseball team called the Charleston Charlies, but I'm, so I'm sure that's not it. They should make, <laughs> they should make it the Chews. The char- I like that. The Charleston Chews. Yeah. Well, that's oh, oh, and again, I'm going to stop That's not yeah. what it is. <laughs> I don't think – does anybody actually <laughs> like the Charleston Chew? Don't, don't rain don't on our so. parade. Yeah. <laughs> what? What's that? Don't, don't rain, rain on, on our, our parade. parade yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. That's okay. Uh, you can look it up. Lady Eagles, uh, they sit at 14-7. and seven. Man, we watched them in the Queen Tournament, Greg, and we talked about I, – I, I'm not sure if they've lost maybe one, if any, since then. <laughs> I guess they're 6-1 in the league, so they have lost one. They're currently in first place. They beat Paris uh, 43-38. And again, Tuesday, they're at Charleston. Coincidentally, Charleston's boys and girls are both 8-9 and nine on the year. And then uh, Hockett uh, – Comes to cause a top Friday. Hackett's two and thirteen on the year. Sounds like the Lady Eagles could be sitting at sixteen and seven at mm. the end of this week. Mm. Uh, their Union Bank uh, Eagle Player of the Week, Landy Richardson, who had twenty three in the victory versus Paris, doesn't surprise me a bit. No, she's yeah. a great player. <laughs> she's she's a really really good player for sure. Charleston Tigers, by the way. Oh, okay, there you uh, go. See, Charlie's or shoes. Yeah, would have been. Missed I like the Charleston shoes. Yeah. Missed opportunity. Because they're tough. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Tough to chew, huh? Yeah. Legacy Warriors. uh, They sit at 8 and 11 on the year. They did not play last week. Right. So uh, uh, they have a big week coming. They play Monday, Tuesday, and Friday. Uh, The boys play Odin. Odin's 2 and 16. They play Cornerstone at Cornerstone on Tuesday. And then the schedule says varsity opponent Friday. The girls are playing Kirby Friday, who's very good. They're 19 and 6. I don't know if that boys' varsity opponent is Kirby or if it's somebody else, mm. but they are home Friday. Uh, the Lady Warriors, again, have more wins than any team we cover. They're 16 and 5, 5 and 1 in their league. Monday, they play Odin. Odin is 0 and 17. Uh, then they go to Cornerstone, and then Friday, Kirby and Legacy will play. Be a good test for the Lady Warriors. Yeah, so, Kirby yeah. nineteen and six. Pardon? Kirby's yeah. nineteen and Kirby six. Kirby is nineteen and six in girls. Yes, it's quite good. Absolutely, <laughs> quite good. Uh, no, Stillwell's player of the week from last week, no. of course, because they didn't play. But we do want to shout out Stillwell's for uh, for sponsoring that segment. Get you a sandwich. Didn't know. Yeah, that's right. Didn't know if you wanted to know this, but the Hackett team—they're mm-hmm. the hacks. No, the Hackett hacks. No, they're not. Yeah. Really? No. You're the Hornets. No, but they should have been the buddies. Yeah, I know. Yeah, missed yeah, opportunity yeah, again. The yeah. Buddy Hackets. Yeah, the Buddy Hackets. 
<laughs> and then, then there's a there's a whole half our listening audience saying who? Oh yeah, or <laughs> more than that. Google it, everybody. Young I, Google I, I, Buddy Hackett. Yeah. The mm-hmm. the, uh, the radio people may know who it is. Nobody that listens to the podcast will know. Probably <laughs> Buddy Hackett. That's is. right. Because everybody, you know, there's an age difference there. I understand. Right. That'd be uh, a rough one though. The Hackett hacks, and then could you imagine the play by play announcers yeah. for them too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hacky radio yeah. show hosts and oh <laughs> but hey, i think that's where we are there's yeah, one, yeah. yeah well I'm, that's why i didn't say anything <laughs> the um i wanted to i wanted to mention this just for a second i don't i don't know if y'all saw this but there was a 7.64 carat diamond found over at murfreesboro that's this right week that's right and, and i know it doesn't have anything to do with sports but i just thought that was interesting second biggest one ever found over there wow by a guy from paris yeah France. Well, <laughs> that, that, that's subject to debate. Texas, yeah. Arkansas, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of Paris. That, they, yeah. I, 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 uh, he was supposedly from Paris, France. Uh, some people on Facebook said he looked like he was from Paris, Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah, so kind of looked rednecky. Yeah, yeah. But, but, so uh, definitely not from Paris, Texas. No, though. well, he yeah. could have been from Paris, Texas, too. Uh, either one, you know, that, the, Arkansas or Texas, that would have fit. But yeah. supposedy from Paris, France. But, uh, but we, we, you but come here to Arkansas. Black diamond. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a big one. So, do you get just rich? Is that just you're rich, or uh, if it's worth anything? I don't yeah. know that they're worth anything. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, uh, I, they can be man-made now, right? Which yeah. really hurt the value. Yeah, of a it's really actually mined diamond. It's really all up to De Beers. Yeah, how much it's That's worth, right. right? Sales. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just take your huge. A uh, black diamond that you found in there, and just take it to Jared. Either, either <laughs> yeah. went to K or he went to yeah. eBay. Yeah. He went to either one or the other. Yeah, he went to Jared. <laughs> yeah, he went yeah. to Jared. Yeah, and, and they uh, said best I can do is twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about the NFL playoffs for a minute? Yeah. Pardon? NFL playoffs? What, you no, talk I don't really don't want to talk about it, but yeah. we will. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I put myself in a predicament, uh, Jeff Tuttle. Again, hopped in that time machine. He's gone nine and one in the NFL playoffs. Yeah, you've gone seven and three, and I've gone five and five. Uh, if, uh, and I really thought Tampa Bay may pull that out. Yeah. Uh, well, they got close. They did, and uh, so I basically the last three games now, the two conference championships and the Super Bowl. For me to not finish last, I will just have to pick the opposite of Greg. Right. Similar to the situation he was in. Yep. In the national championship game. That's right. So uh, we. Uh, so I'm just waiting on you to pick. And <laughs> we'll get uh, King Tut's picks uh, as well. If I Jeff keeps that, messing around with that time machine, he's going to have to deal with the Morlocks soon yeah, enough. I, yeah, I think so, too. That's a nerd joke <laughs> well, for He comes here every Tuesday and deals with the morons, <laughs> so I don't know if the Morlocks would they be that much more of a stretch. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> That's good. Good point. <laughs> um, but, you know, but I, I don't think I'm dead yet because I do think both road teams – have a yes. have a shot yes. at because uh, I figured you'll pick the home teams. That's what I would do if I was you. But uh, Baltimore <laughs> looks really what I mean. They look really tough right now. If I had to pick somebody uh, and and there wasn't lunch on it, I'd probably pick the Ravens to win the whole thing. Mm. Which pains me to say because I'm a Steelers fan. They're in yep. the same division, and the Steelers have handled the Ravens over the last four years. They beat them seven times, and it's remarkable to me that they they got a good shot at winning the Super Bowl. I, yeah. I don't know that I can pick them. I just can't stand the Harbaugh's winning both the national championship in football and in, in, in NFL. Well, it, you, there'll be a picture of them on each side and Taylor Swift in the middle, and that'll mm. be sports for the next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be on the cover of Sports Illustrated yeah. if yeah. that happens. Well, sports Illustrated is gone. 
Is it really? Well, I, just, I think they just fired everybody. Well, did you know that? I did not. Yeah. I, Man, I was hoping for a about. call. Let's, hey, call me. Let's talk about that next. <laughs> let's talk about that next week. All right, because all right. we need to do a little research on it. But I, yeah. I mean, as far as I know, I think they're gone. Hmm. You know, Greg, our football teams, the Cowboys and the Steelers, both uh, maybe more than any other teams in NFL went under the microscope. Uh, their coaches went under the microscope, and and both teams come out of on the other side keeping their football coaches now. They're similar in some ways, and they're different in some ways. And we'll start with McCarthy first. Uh, was you happy the Cowboys retained him? No. Why I was not? not? I, I was not happy when they hired him. Well, I'm going to tell, tell you what I think about Mike McCarthy. I think he underperformed when he was at Green Bay. I think they should have won four Super Bowls, and they won one. Okay. So why would you hire somebody that underperformed? Right. And so then it happens all they got. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But then, so then you then then they get rid of the guy. In my opinion, that they should have kept Kellen Moore. Yeah, and, and kept him. And and so you you win twelve games. Let's look at the combined records of the twelve games they won, uh, who they won against. Yeah, they, you know they didn't win against any good teams. No, and you you sit in a division right now with the Giants and the Redskins. I mean. Two of the worst teams in the NFC, maybe two of the worst teams in football. Yeah. So you, you get four victories there. And Philadelphia uh, fell off the face of the earth yeah, this year, and they, too. they lost to the Arizona Cardinals. I can I can see your point. It's hard to get rid of a coach that won 12 games, though. Mm. Um, and, you know, well, the, 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 the I think the – and I agree with you. Probably they should have moved on, but I could see a tremendous backlash if Dallas comes hires a new coach, comes out and goes 8-9 and nine next year. Sure. Mm. So – um, sure, but but uh, you think that not bo- that I think Jerry Jones. I don't. I mean, he probably I, doesn't care. No, nah, he doesn't care. Uh, but I think I, Jerry Jones cares about Jerry Jones, money, power, and then the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, he. I think his his idea of Dallas Cowboys being successful is different than mine. I think mm-hmm. mine right. is winning a Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not saying he doesn't want to win a Super Bowl, but if they make. Hundred billion dollars and don't win, he's happy. Yeah, don't give me trophies for that though. No, right? <laughs> no, he wants the trophy. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But as long as they're making a lot of money, he's probably happier than right. Than, but you know, and, and but one of the problems with the Cowboys is not only the coach. Now they're having internal struggles. They're they're star players, Micah Parsons. You know, none of them are talking, but their family members are all talking about right. Micah Parsons. Family saying he wants out. C.D. Lamb's mother saying he wants out. Dak Prescott's brother saying he wants out. It yeah. sounds like Nashville. Yeah. Well, it's 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 <laughs> like I mean, there's a tremendous amount of pressure that comes with being a Dallas Cowboy. Sure. You you are constantly under the microscope. You know, I watch a lot of sports television on the mornings when I'm studying, preparing lessons, things like that. And uh, every there's not one that doesn't talk about the Dallas Cowboys hmm. extensively and, and, and no other NFL teams like that. No. Uh, so you are under the microscope somewhat. Well, you, you know, yeah, I was thinking about, you know, I was thinking we, we talk about the Dallas Cowboys and, and you make fun of them and I understand. And, 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 you know, as far as being the best football team of all time, I'm not going to say they are, but, but, you know, there are things that come from being a Dallas Cowboys. You get at no other organization absolutely mm-hmm. I, I mean if you you know i was just thinking about yesterday you know you got out of the uh major networks two of the color commentators 
They're both Dallas Cowboy quarterbacks. Well, if I was a, and if I was an NFL owner, Tony Romo would be my offensive coordinator. Yeah, mm. he sure would. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't care what I took to get him. Yeah. So is he coaching somewhere? No, he's, he's a he, caller commentator on uh, CBS. Oh, really? Yeah. But it, but it, you know how much he makes color commentating? Oh, I know CBS? it's for something ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, like seventeen million dollars. I think that's exactly the number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, that sounds nice, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. But he can tell you what play is coming by looking at the formation. I prefer that. I prefer that over than the, like, sports commentators who never picked up a ball in their life. They just come out of, like, broadcasting schools Mm -hmm. from the Northeast. And I hate their voices. They all sound the same. They all sound and look the same. Their ties are too tight. And they criticize Why John Madden was so popular. Oh, yeah. He didn't That's sound why. like anybody else. No, exactly. Well, he you know, knew football. Yeah, no, all these guys, you know, they're all four foot six inches tall. But they talk yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm here and I'm ready to talk. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, 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 I'm Joe Buck and I'm standing on a stool. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> oh, it's but, but, you know, but I think, you know, switching over to the Steelers, uh, you know, the Steelers have, have been a model of consistency with their coaching. I mean, well, they had four. They've had three coaches three in co- 55 years. Three coaches in Noel, 50 No, Cower, Tomlin. Okay. Uh, basically in my lifetime. Yeah. I mean, I'm 59. They had, there was somebody before No. I don't even know who it was. Right. Uh, but, um, and, you know, the Steelers are, but have also been the, the, uh, the model of mediocrity mm. over the last six or seven years. I mean, they've never, they've not had losing seasons. They haven't had a losing season in Tomlin's 17 years as a coach, which says a lot in the NFL where you can you can be on top and be on the bottom in a heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, but um, a lot of people thought it was time for the Steelers to move on from Tomlin. There were people that thought that the Steelers could trade him for maybe two first-round draft picks, but they've decided to retain him, and now they're even going to extend his contract. And I love Mike Tomlin. Now, don't, don't get me wrong, I do. I do think that he's made a couple of mistakes and probably – Colbert, who's the GM before the guy they have now, shares in this what I call blame. They didn't prepare for the exit of Ben Roethlisberger properly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They they should have drafted somebody a year or two before Ben got out instead of the year he got out and uh, and had somebody sit under Ben for a couple of years. Uh, what we have found out, without a doubt, as a Pittsburgh Steeler fan, I knew Ben Roethlisberger was a great football player. He was even better than I thought he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing about him is, I mean, his size. Yeah. You know, he's just so big. Yeah. And, you know, and that, that's one of the things we watched that last night with Josh Allen. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's just such a big guy that, you know, he he can shake off two defenders and so, still do something. But, but let me ask you this question. Okay. You, you use the term mediocre or yeah. mediocrity. So, so, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna use I'm, my judge of that is, is barely being over five hundred, right? Uh, and so, are we good on that? Yeah. Okay. So, would you rather have a team that that went to the the divisional championship, a Super Bowl, and then was five and and twelve a year or two, and then in another three years went back, or would you rather be nine and eight? Would you rather not have a losing season? Ever? Well, I think you see I what think, I'm saying. I do. I, I think it's an interesting concept. I think if you win a Super Bowl in those nine or eight years, you're obviously going to say, "I'd rather have the Super Bowl and then maybe get in a rebuild mode." The problem with the Pittsburgh Steelers is they've never taken the time to get in a rebuild mode. They're trying to win every year, and that, that's very noble, but it can't be done in the NFL mm-hmm. with the salary cap. 
and and the draft. You know, you finish in the middle to top of the pack every year. You're drafting last in every mm-hmm. round, at the end of every round, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just a hard thing to do. And the, and the Steelers will not accept reload or rebuild mode. They're trying to win every year. I just don't think that's possible in the NFL today. Yeah, hmm. yeah, and, and I agree. I agree a hundred percent with that. I think I think you're probably better off to have some poorer years. Yes. I know I know that's crazy. Well, but and I would point out about the Steelers, uh, at least for the the last since Joe Burrow, they've been in the toughest division in football by far. Yeah. The 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 AFC North this year was the first division since 1930 that every team had a winning record. You know how hard that is in the NFL for every team to have a winning record when you're playing all your teams in your division yeah. twice? The Steelers went 5-1 and one in the division. Yeah. And still just 10-7 and seven overall. Yeah. So, um, it is. A, which means they lost some games they shouldn't have lost. Well, that's, and that's New, what, New England comes to mind, the Arizona yeah. Cardinals. Jen Massey's Arizona Cardinals come to yeah. mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they're a 12-win team if they win those ball games. Yeah. Probably hosting playoff games. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But um, so we've got who we got. So we got to stick with them for another year at least. Well, I'm happier than you are. Let's say that. Uh, yeah. I, I'm happy with Mike Tomlin being there. Yeah. I I'm, think they need to get some people around him. One that can call offense. He's a defensive guru. Let's find somebody that can call offense and develop a quarterback. And I think the Steelers are going to be fine. And, and I see, I'm not. I'm not happy at all. I, yeah. I think that all they did was prolong something that's going to happen anyway. I think next year you see Mike McCarthy in the road. I think yeah. I think you're I think you're right. I think that that uh, especially with the the lines up and coming, the 49ers are not an old team. Nope. Uh, so, and it wouldn't surprise me if Philadelphia doesn't bounce back a little bit. Too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I think you know they're going to lose a few players. Uh, you know, uh, Jason Kelsey comes to mind. Yeah, and Green Bay on the horizon. Yeah, Jeff Tuttle's Green Bay Packers. And they looked really good. Yes, really good. Uh, but so I, you know, I think it's going to be a problem for. He's not going to be there after next year anyway. So why why not why not go ahead and start and let's move forward. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, last thing we want to talk about just for a minute is is the Razorback basketball team. Man, what's going on with those guys? Uh, I, I mean, I think that I, I'm going to tell you what my take on it is. Let's hear it. And I'm and you saw this with Kentucky, okay? Calipari, same thing. You know, you have all these players that you're swapping out every year. You know, you you know they're going to the NBA or they're going on, and now with the transfer portal, it's even worse. And that's what Must does. And so, sooner or later, you're going to get a group of people that it doesn't matter how good they are. They just the chemistry doesn't work, mm. and, and and that's what's happened to this team. They don't have any chemistry whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, you look at Trevin Brazil. You know, uh, played great last year till he got hurt. You know, now, I mean, he's scoring like two points a game. Well, I'll tell you this, and, and, and this is not everybody that goes in the transfer portal. I want to point that out first. But, but uh, some of the people that go in the transfer portal are not team players. They are me players. So you take a bunch of kids out of the transfer portal, you're going to get a, a few, maybe more than a few, me guys instead of team guys. Mm-hmm. And I think that really shows on the Razorbacks. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think so too. And I, you know, I don't I don't know if if they if they overcome this this year, if they make it to the NCAA tournament this year, it'll be the best coaching job he's ever done. Yeah, but I'm not sure people are seeing it that way. I, I've seen a lot of criticism of him on, yeah. on, on, online, 
And if it goes if it goes the other way, I mean, I've seen Arkansas fans turn on coaches in a in a heartbeat. Well, it's crazy. I, you know, I think one of the things you got to do is you got to understand that that you know it's kind of like uh, Frankenstein, Doctor Frankenstein building his monster. You know, it didn't always it didn't work all mm-hmm. the time. You know, it doesn't always work. You sew it together, and sometimes it just doesn't. You know, it doesn't work. And I think that's what you're. That's what he's doing. Well, isn't it? Isn't that, yeah, fire it up, Quasimodo. <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. And you know, but but you know what I mean. I mean, Igor. Yeah, Igor. Igor. <laughs> yeah, from Young Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 anyway, I think what what you're looking at is that you're building something every year, and sometimes it's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. And and you got to step back and go at it again. Yeah, and, and I, you know, I, I personally think that they probably are done. I don't think, you know, I mean, the, I looked at the teams last night. I looked at the teams they've got left. Uh, going to be really tough. I mean, they're going to have to totally change what they're doing and play. I mean, South Carolina was probably as easy a team as they'll face other than Vanderbilt, yeah. uh, and, and they got beat by fifteen by South Carolina, and mm-hmm. it could have been worse than that. So, so you think it's like they're just they're not they don't have the ability to work on a complete team that has chemistry and has played with each other like every year it's different right? Well, and I think what happens is sometimes you're going to get this thing this group of players that's not a team right? And if you look at if you look at uh, the assist for the game saturday mm-hmm. you know and what basically what an assist is is you're you're getting the ball to somebody in a scoring position yeah you know well the razorbacks had like three mm. you know and if you don't have if you're not getting any assists that means you're just going one-on-one right you're taking the ball yourself you're not helping each other out yeah. you're not passing the ball to open people right and that that's that's a problem you're not going to win if you don't get assist in, right. in NCAA. It's kind of well, like the idea of like an all-star team, right? It, like it never yes. plays like how you think it would. Like oh, it's like a, you know. And of course, back in the day with MJ and whatnot, I mean, it was they still dominated, but it wasn't like you know. It's like oh, I want the best guy here, the best guy of the whole NBA here, the best guy here. That there's no chemistry. They might want a ball hog. They might not know how to play with each other, mm-hmm. right? Right now, the Razorbacks sit 12th in the SEC, 10-8 and eight overall, 1-4 and four in the league, and go to Ole Miss, mm-hmm. who is number 22 mm-hmm. on Wednesday. I think if you think the, if the Razorbacks are going to be in the NCAA tournament, that is a must win. You can't fall to 1-5 and five in the league. Mm-hmm. No, and They're not they, going to take 12 teams from the SEC. No, and then they've got Kentucky. Yeah. Coming, yeah. coming oh, yeah. yeah. They get, I think they've got to win both. Well, yeah, and I just don't see that happening. Yeah, I think the Kentucky game is at home. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is at home. But even if you even if you split this week, you're still two and five in the league. Yeah. So I I, I just don't see how I don't see how it, I don't see how it happens. But you know, one well, of the they things, did well last year, right? Different, whole different yeah, team, completely though. different. Yeah. I mean, they yes. got like two players that played last year. So this is the one of the un, is this like a did you expect this when no. all this stuff came like like the transfer portal? And these players getting paid and all this, did you expect it to work like this? Uh, no. Yeah. I didn't, but I didn't have a full comprehension of what was going to happen. Right. I'll tell you who did was Chuck Barrett. That's true. He told us. Yeah. That's actually, <laughs> he that's told true. us when we had him on for an interview that. What, in October? Of la- or was that? Uh, yeah. September. How hard September. it would be to develop yeah. 
chemistry with 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 all new guys and this yeah. me versus team concept I got from listening to him talk uh-huh. about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, you know, and and it's it's everywhere in college uh, basketball right now. I mean, I, I I love the Marshall Thundering Herd. Yeah, They're, they started all over again this year too. Uh-huh. And and it's not coming together either. Right. And uh, um, so. And, and one of the, the the kids that we lost that went to Mississippi State that was making like a half million dollars on NIL money, mm-hmm. he just quit. Yeah, he he would have been our best player. He goes to Mississippi State, doesn't play, and just walks away. Yeah. So I, it's just to me, it's ruining college athletics. Mm. Yeah, mm. It, 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 it's a problem, and, and I don't know how you know, it's it's a Pandora's box of issues. Mm-hmm. You know, so. You you know they didn't do what they should have done to start with, and then they just opened it wide open. Yeah. So now, how do you go? We'll use that player for example, Don't Andrew you know Taylor. Him? Andrew Taylor. We'll use him. He was making a half a million dollars in nil money. How do you tell him? Okay, you're going to go down to making fifty thousand a year in mm-hmm. nil money. You know, and, and when they put some rules, which on is it. probably what Marshall could have gave. Yeah, and they're not going to do like that. A, right, right. This is like a trial and error thing. I mean, they got to well, rein it back because I mean, can you blame this guy? Five hundred, like you know, making half well, a million no. dollars. I, and I, and didn't, I did not blame. Like, you know I what? did not blame him when he made the move. What I'm right. saying is, it didn't work out. For right, him. right. You know, he he saw greener pastures. He got over there, and mm-hmm. it was the Sahara Desert. He had played like in three or four games for them, and right. I'm sure they're looking at him saying, "Man, we expected a lot more out of you too." Right, but. And he probably got the five hundred million up front. Yeah. Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, I said yeah. the wrong. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And, and and how do you get that back if you're Mississippi State? You can't. So well, Mississippi State's not giving it to them, though. No. That's Dude. exactly right. It's you some know, kind of foundation, yeah. or right. It's right. all it's all separate. I mean, theoretically, nobody knows what he got. <laughs> right. Now, unless it comes from him, except me. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, you don't know. They don't publish that. Yeah, it's not required to be published. And, and so there's, you know, there's kids. You know, there was a kid that played for the Razorback football team that got mad because the quarterback was making more money than he was in NIL. He right. left and went to Texas. Right. Now he didn't make any more money at Texas. Right. I mean, well, theory, that we know of. So how do you balance this out then? Because obviously I think everybody can agree that these guys need to get paid something. But do they get paid a life-changing amount to where they don't even want to it's, play? Or, like, they don't really care? It, or, like, I mean, they got to get paid something. Well, not, but I think the only way, and, and I don't think you can get the horse back in the barn now. Nope. Right. But, but I think what pro- probably should have happened was, um, you know, and, and this is where we're going anyway. It probably it probably would have just hastened it, but but you know you, you got to put you got to put a ceiling on it. Yeah, you got to put a ceiling. I mean, if, if a kid's getting a, a free college education, he's getting his room, his board, and everything, and and a hundred thousand dollars on top uh-huh. of that, I'm not sure we'd be seeing the, this. What's going on? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I, I, do I do I think that that colleges ought to get filthy rich off, off college athletes who who don't even have pizza money sitting in their right. dorm to you know, that's not right either. But then, like, just in my mind, and I might sound really stupid here, but for, like, like if you have an all-star quarterback who's doing amazing and your college is getting, I mean, untold millions and millions of dollars because of it and everybody's tuning in every night to watch it and everybody's playing the video game that you're on and you're only getting 100000 when, like, there's people making, I mean... A gajillions of money off of your efforts 
that doesn't seem right either. No, it doesn't. And what well, you know? Well, I mean, I mean, here's the deal with me is, and I'm going to take an opposite. I'm going to take an opposite okay. tack from you. Yeah, yeah. I, there are tremendous investments in facilities and in, in you know to get that one player. You know how many players they had to invest in that didn't mm. work out, yeah. and, and, and you know so you you know that that's the same way with the NBA. We'll use mm-hmm. the NBA. You know the NBA's got something. They've got a, a a league deal with their the players association where the the players get fifty five percent of mm-hmm. the gross revenues. Well, I'm not sure that I would I could agree with that when I'm building the the building you play in. Mm-hmm. I, I'm doing all I, and, and not that you're. You know, nobody's going to come unless you play. I understand mm-hmm. that, but there's a lot of there's a lot of investment there. Well, yeah. that, and that, and in professional sports, the owners are taking all the risk. That's all right. the risk. That's yeah. right. Uh, but then you do have the athletes that destroy their bodies. You know, like potentially. So it's like if they don't have a stadium to play in, is your point. And then my yeah. point is like, but if you don't have any players to put in that stadium, that's right. So fifty five. I don't know. It almost seems well, right. I, I will tell you this. It just depends. The, 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 the model to me is the NFL. The NFL has got it right. Mm-hmm. They, they, they have, everybody's getting filthy rich, and there's parity. Mm. And if you, if you want to compete, everybody can spend up to the same number. Right. And, and if you want to save money, you don't have to spend up to that yeah. number, but you can spend it up to that number. And, and the look, MLB, and look at, right? Uh, MLB does really well. Like a lot, they get a lot. It's it's haves and have nots. I'm a pissed. Yeah, Yeah, it's definitely like college sports right now. You know, but what's going to happen, what I was going to say, and it's Greg and I have talked about this with Jay a hundred times. There's going to be three, maybe four levels of college athletics. You're going to have the super, I don't know if it's going to be 32 or 40, the the schools that can pay the outrageous money in NIL. Mm -hmm. uh, They're going to break away from the NCAA. That way they can do whatever they want. Then you're going to have the schools, I'll put West Virginia in this class, that's 40 to about 80, another 40 schools mm-hmm. who can pay more than Marshall, but not as much as, say, Alabama. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have the bottom 40, which is where the herd's going to fall just because of our size and population base and, and I mean, a lot of things that are out of Marshall's control. Um, and, you know, there may be, like in Moneyball, there may be a layer of crap and then us, but, <laughs> but, the, but the bottom 40 schools – who are basically going to play the way college football used to be played. You're going to get a scholarship. We're going to feed you. We're going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. Give you a little spending money. And give you a little spending money. That's, yeah. And that's where it's going. There's going, to be, there's going to be a day where there's at least two, maybe three national champions. Mm. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, and I agree. I agree hundred percent. I think that what's going to happen is you're going to have you're going to have the Alabamas, the Michigans, the Ohio States. They're going to they're going to create their own league, and they don't see that. I mean, here's the deal: is why would Alabama want to give Arkansas part of their money? Right. Why? And and, yeah. and it's right? interesting. I know. I figure West Virginia's going to fall in that middle ground. Where do you think Arkansas is going to fall? I think they'll probably be in the. It depends. It, they if are definitely a tweener. If they go forty eight, Arkansas. Makes it if they go thirty-two, no way. Yeah, that, and that's what puts them in that eight or sixteen. Mm-hmm. They could go either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And, and I don't know why they'd want the other the other sixteen teams. I think thirty-two is perfect number. Well, the NFL's proved that. Yeah, and yeah. I, and I think you know why would you want to mess with something when you got you, you got that that you, you, tur- you have two sixteen-team leagues. You put eight teams on each side in the playoffs. Uh-huh. It's a 16-team playoff. That's what everybody's screaming for anyway. 32 seems to make a lot, a lot, a lot uh-huh. of sense. Uh-huh. So. 
and I, you know, and I think that's where it's all going. I mean, you you basically got the uh, all well. I mean, all the teams are now are in two conferences anyway. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I mean, with uh, the exclusion of Notre Dame. Yep. And well, I mean, you, Florida all, State. Yeah, Clemson. Say, Clemson. Yeah. yeah. Without without those three, that's it. But but I you know I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens in college athletics as we move forward. Yeah. Because the thing about it is with college is you got to we'll use University of Arkansas, not that not very good in football. Their other athletic programs are are very competitive. Yes. But they don't make any money. Yeah. <laughs> you know so you know you got gymnastics or what three four in the nation. Track. Yeah, you know, their tracks, you know, one, two, you know, right up there at the top, both yep. men's and women's. But they're not making any money, so something's got to pay for that. Right. So, Which is football. Yeah, and it's football. Mm. Yeah, and so you've got to keep – you've got to, you know, and as – you know, what's going to end up happening is people are going to have to make a decision about paying. Do I pay uh, Tony's company the NIL money to keep Joe Blow at quarterback? Or do I pay my money to the foundation so mm-hmm. the the facilities and stuff can stay where they need to be? Because yeah. right. you know there's a limited amount with Arkansas. That's you know you good. go to Texas or you go to Alabama, you go to some of these other schools, Notre Dame. That, that's unlimited. Yeah, right. and, and you know, and I, Greg and I have had this conversation. We had it on the way down to the Marshall Bowl game. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm not a big donator, but I do donate to the Big Green, which pays mm-hmm. for the scholarship fund, mm-hmm. and I feel good about that. Right. But is that keeping kids? Good ball players at Marshall, right? Probably isn't. Yeah. Do, do I do I now put my little contribution in the NIL? Uh, I'm, I'm actually right now going to stay with the Big Green because I just kind of I just think that's a little more pure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just get biased about this because in my favorite sport, everybody's really underpaid, and that one is not college. It's a massive organization. It'd be the equivalent yeah. of the NFL yeah. play, paying yep. everybody super low, except for the absolute top. That's it, you know? Like in the UFC, if you're an up-and-comer, let's say you're, you're undefeated or something like that, yeah, everybody wants to tune in and watch you on the prelims of the thing. You're a big, big, you know, prospect, big star. You're only making 10 grand a show. 10 grand if you win. Mm-hmm. That's it. And that seems, you know, after, after a three-month training camp and by the time that 10 grand gets split between your coaching and your taxes and paying for the gyms. But who's getting rich, Tyler? The UFC, yeah, yeah, exactly, and they're not taking a punch. No, uh, no, and and it's just you know, it's like it's like three percent or something. I I I have to look at that, but I remember last time I looked, it was three percent of all of the UFC's money goes to the athletes, which is insane. Well, you know, uh, and I I mean, the movie Eight Men Out. I don't know if you've ever watched it. It's about the Black Sox scandal in nineteen nineteen. It illustrates that better than any movie I've ever seen. How, how there are, even in, in 1919, some people were getting rich, some people were getting nothing, and in, it encouraged corruption because yeah. it was that way. Right. So, and if, if anybody thinks that this, the system now is not corruptible or incorruptible, you are crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You, you, go, you need to, as my grandma used to say, you need to go to see a sophisticrat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, but I, you know, I think one of the things about one of the things about even what you're talking mm-hmm. about, not not to the same extent, but you know, the NFL's that way with yeah. young players. I mean, you've got players that come up 
if if they play well to start with, especially running backs now, it seems mm-hmm. like you know if they do really well, they're not making that much money, right? And, and so then what they do is if they've worn them out in four years, they don't pay them again, right? They just get new tires. Yeah, they right. just get another one, right? And, and so those players are not getting what they deserve either. You know, now there's players making a whole lot of money, yeah, like you said yeah. at the top. But but there's a lot of players that don't make a whole lot of money. Right. Yeah. It's just it's especially with the UFC. It's such a different sport all around. Where you know you're hanging your hat on at most 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. That is you train for an entire quarter or sometimes like the most you can fight in a year is maybe three times. That's that's the norm. That's the normal for these guys. So they're taking a third of their year, putting everything they can into it. And then it could end in 20 seconds, you know, and it's like, I don't know, you know, it, it should be a bigger payout yeah. at the end of the day. Sure. But, you know, some places are doing it well. I mean, at least if you're, you know, the bottom, what's the bottom pay of an NFL guy? You I know, like 300,000. Right. That's, I think that's right on the nose. Yeah. And then you, at least you have some form of job security. Yeah. You're going to play. You know what I mean? Like UFC guy. The thing gets canceled. He doesn't get paid. You know, right. like your your opponent misses weight and then refuses to fight. You don't get. You know, you and it's just yeah. it's just it's it's tough. It's really tough for for you know. And I'm not saying it's it's the hardest sport of all, but at least in football, you're like guaranteed to play. Maybe you're on the bench. You 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 show up. You get paid. And uh, and these guys is like, man, it's it's a really tough tough sport. <laughs> Like to lock yourself in a cage like that, you ought to get paid. So I don't know. Like as soon as this whole thing came out with the NIL and stuff, I took a really biased stance being like, I want, I want athletes paid, Sure, you know, but I can see why as we talk about the Razorbacks, how this is a major, major issue. And like you said, you think it's destroying the game in two years, right? I mean, mean, yeah, here's a good illustration. Let's say the three of us are going to – we decide we're going to coach Little League Baseball, and we go to the tryouts and we watch all the kids try out. And instead of using a draft order, we use an auction system. And we give Greg $1,000 in Monopoly money. We give me $500 in Monopoly money, and we give you $100 in Monopoly money. Who's going to have the best team? Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's just, I mean, it, it's just yeah. as simple as that. Right. Yeah. And, that, and that's pretty much the way it goes. But – that's that's true most of the times, but then when you get into just doing it based on money, yeah, or, or the and, and it's not so much. I don't know about NIL how it works with the transfer portal, but these team, most of these teams, most of these players that transfer through the transfer portal, there's a reason they're transferring. Mm. That's right, and and usually it's not a good reason. Yeah, yeah, and what 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 people are finding, even good coaches are hard having a hard time building a team around that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a, you got. I think you got to have a good mix. I think you use the transfer portal to fill holes, gaping yeah, yeah. holes. But you've also got to have some guys that are there, a core because team. they love Arkansas or they right. love Marshall or whatever. Right. Yeah. Because if you take all the money that you have, like Razorbacks does, and then they're just going to be like, okay, we're just going to build this hodgepodge, like this clump of players that should work, you know on paper or whatever, and then it doesn't during the actual season, you know, like, like you were saying, it should be a core team, you yes. know, and then and fill the holes. And you're just complimenting it. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, and there's going to be there's going to be a few players that want to switch. You know, I want to go play for Coach Musselman because he's going to help me get ready for the NBA. Right. Uh, you know, Tyler's not going to help me. Right. So, I, so I want to switch there, and that, that's understandable. But mm. you have to have, you have to have, you, you got to know the difference between that and somebody that's not playing because they just are a me player. Right. You know, and when you get, and I think this year, you know, last year the, the Razorbacks had several freshmen, really good. Uh, three of them went to the NBA. Mm. You know, as after their freshman year, uh, plus some other ones went to the NBA that weren't freshmen. But but uh, you know they had a really they and, you know they played pretty good last year. Well, people but people thought well because they were freshmen they weren't ready. Mm-hmm. So so this year he went and got a lot of fifth year seniors, graduates, and things like that. And those players aren't playing together well. Right, right. The chemistry's not working because right. those guys are probably looking. They're wanting to go to the next level. Mm-hmm. So. And if you look at the next level, what you do individually is much more important than what that team does. Or at least that's what a lot of people think. Sure. Right? And, and and so I think that's that's where they're running into a problem. It's crazy, and I, man. And I think it's probably – I think Musk would recognize – if you sat him down by himself and talked to him about it, I think he'd tell you that. Yeah. Boy, I'd love to get him on. Yeah. You're listening, Coach Musselman. Yeah. We would love to have you on. Yeah, yeah. that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. I bet well, there you go, man. Yeah, great show, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, got to talk about a lot of stuff and not, not as much high school basketball, mm-hmm. but uh, getting back to the going to be uh, full bore now for the next six weeks, uh, you know, that's all that's left. Yeah. It's crazy. I want to give a shout-out to my brother. He listens to every podcast. He says, I never gave him a shout-out. I love you, Randy. Mm. There you go. Shout-out. Shout-out to Randy. That's right. Yeah. I'll shout out to you, Randy. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for listening, Randy. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate it. He's, all he's holding up the Virginia uh, yeah. listenership. Yeah. At least we know one person listens, right? Yeah. What's weird? We got like a I got two people we got like like a listener listen. in Russia, Brazil. When people check out the podcast, so they're really interested. In yeah, they're just them. listening because they're making fun of our accent, probably. Yeah, or they're really big leopards fans. Yeah, want to know yeah. what's going on. Yeah, you know, hey, there are people from the Queen all over the country. Yeah, you're you're right about that. That's for sure. Anyway, we appreciate everybody listening. We appreciate our sponsors so much. Uh, you know, uh, shout out to all them. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though we didn't give out players of the week for a lot of teams this week because they didn't play. Uh, but but we appreciate all them, uh, uh, you know, Union Bank Amina, mm-hmm. Horatio State Bank, Shelter Insurance, Toad Thumper Lures, uh, Dr. Kenny Martin Still in Ashdown Veterinary yeah. Clinic, uh, Stillwells, and especially Dr. Randy Walker and all the Walker Enterprises. We, yeah. appreciate, we appreciate all them. Appreciate the kids for letting us talk about them, and uh, we'll be back next week. See you next week.